This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium following Arkansas's 33-21 win over the Ole Miss Rebels. It's going to be an interesting walk and talk to follow, see where it takes us. Because to be honest, I'm not really sure what to do after a win against an SEC team in this venue. It's been 1,442 days. There's still a line from Cleo McDowell. I feel like breakdancing. Where to start with this one? Let's start with Hudson Clark. Lou Holtz, Mark May. You better put him in the Heisman. I mean, he's probably going to be national defensive player of the week after three interceptions against Ole Miss. Incredible. I mean, a walk-on redshirt freshman starting at cornerback. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, you get a bye week next week, Texas A&M's up. I mean, you're going to – Monteric Brown comes back. Are you going to bench him? You're going to bench a guy who had three interceptions? I don't know if he can do it. I mean, it's just remarkable. It's like Rudy right here in front of us. Just incredible. Grant Morgan – what else can you say about Grant Morgan? Tough, determined. I mean, now it's a conversation like, who's the better Razorback, Grant or Drew? It's always kind of been Drew, and Grant's been, you know, Grant, but 19 tackles, a pick six. He had his hand on two other balls if he didn't have a bionic elbow or whatever he's got going on. I mean, and especially to do it all when you had bumper pull out, you know, you're were, you were very thin at linebacker. We learned that Levi Draper's had surgery, so they're extremely thin. And Grant is really banged up. And to do everything that he did, just remarkable. Incredible. Traylon Burks touching the ball. What did he touch it? 15 or 16 times. Had that huge 54-yard. You know what's crazy about this? We always talk about it, and it's never been more true than in this game because SEC teams are so talented. Like, even the bad teams have a lot of talented players. And what separates the really good teams from the bad teams, like you always hear people say, well, we, we shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, you did. You shot yourselves in the foot. It happens every single game that determines, mostly determines the winner. In this conference, you have to make them pay. You have to make them pay for their mistakes. It's been the narrative this whole season, and Arkansas is finally getting it done. Usually it's Arkansas that's the team making the mistakes and getting capitalized on. But it's flipped. It is flipped. I actually had to write some notes down just because there's so much stuff. I mean, I got you got to talk about Jalen Catalan setting the tone there with his pick six. Matt Corral had six interceptions. I hadn't seen that many interceptions. Well, I mean, Nick Starkle threw five last year against San Jose State. I never thought I'd see that again, but Matt Corral threw six. Guy's only thrown one interception. He's only thrown one interception all year. It was against Florida. Really incredible. Good look at the outside of the stadium here, north end zone. So Arkansas gets a bye week after this, much needed. They are banged up. Still don't know if Rakeem Boyd is 100%. Didn't have a great game, although did get that touchdown early. But Traylon Smith played really well. 
Traylon Burger, I mean, it seems like if you need a first down, you go to Traylon. It's so good to see him out there finally because we knew his potential and it was just frustrating last year. And I don't want to, I'm, we're done talking about last year, but it was just frustrating because you knew what ability he had and he just wasn't being utilized. And to see them actually go to him. And speaking of go to him, what about the stones on Kendall Browles calling that on third and one down there? I mean, so it's third and less than a yard. Third and less than a yard. And all you have to do is run the ball and you're probably going to pick up the first down. But if you don't, then you can kick a field goal and you're up nine. You're up two scores. I mean, that seems like the no-brain. That's what everybody was expecting. But the call is a corner fade to Traylon Burks. And the guy uses his big hands, gets his foot down, and makes the play for you. That's, that's an incredible call. I mean, I don't know if everybody realizes the implication. I mean, putting a ball, you know, I say putting a ball in jeopardy, but just putting the ball in the air with the way everything has gone with the interceptions, the turnovers. I mean, there was a stretch there in the third quarter. There is four turnovers over the span of 14 plays on both sides, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know if I've seen anything like that. Greg Brooks got an interception. There was a fumble. I can't even remember who had the fumble recovery. The one thing that was probably a little disappointing, I mean, special teams, first of all, Vito Calvaruso, Calvaruso was just booming him out of the back of the end zone. He had a little wind to his back, but that's nice to see. He did have one out of kickoff out of bounds. But the only thing that you probably disappointed, you know, obviously they're going to run a fake punt there on what, fourth and eight. Was that the fourth quarter? That was fourth quarter. I mean, they're going to run a fake punt. They ended up picking up 46 yards. Chad, okay, so this is the third quarter. I wrote it down, over 14 plays. Lakia Henry stripped Franks. Brooks had an interception. John Hayes had a pick. Hudson Clark had interception number two. I mean, just back and forth, back and forth. Ole Miss only had 442 yards. That sounds like a lot, but for a team that's putting up like 650 or something ridiculous. Arkansas had a penalty on their jet sweep play that they ran, which makes them 0 for 6 on jet sweep reverse into round type plays. I still can't get over all the turnovers that Arkansas forced and how Arkansas is getting it done in this day and age when teams are just up-tempo, spread, attack, attack, running screens against you. The NCAA won't make any kind of penalty for, for running screens. I mean, it's, it's indefensible. All this stuff, everything, every rule that has been made favors the offense. And then you got Barry Odom, who shows everybody in the world how to stop Mike Leach in Mississippi State. And then comes and does this against arguably the best offense in the country. They were second in yards per game, I think 11th in points per game. Held them to 21 points. Matt Corral couldn't do anything. Arkansas is doing it different. And all we asked for this season, and all anybody should have asked for, was to be proud of this team, was to watch a team and not leave at halftime, or watch a team go down 17-0 like they did against Auburn last week and still pull it out, still show the fight to come back. Because we know last, last year, and again, I don't mean to talk about last year. We're done with last year. That's over. That's in the past. All those terrible streaks and all that stuff, the 20-game SEC losing streak, the 13-game SEC home game losing streak for 1,442 days, all that's over and behind them now. It's about moving forward as a team, and you see – how important culture and coaching and all that stuff is. And having great coaches like Barry Odom, 
like Kendall Browse, is going to eventually get this thing going. They're winning with some good talent right now. Maybe you'd even say average by SEC standards or subpar even. I would venture to say, compared to most, when you look at the depth and everything, not as talented as most SEC teams. But they fight and they believe and they're a team. There's something special and they feel it. And that's all any of us wanted or any of us should have expected to see. I don't know how you couldn't be proud of this team. Even as a media person, somebody who sees these players every single day, or not every day, but all the time, interviewing them and stuff, you just feel good for them being able to finally turn things around. And, I mean, with Pittman, I mean, people are starting to envy what Arkansas has got going on, the hires that they've made, not just Pittman, but Browse. And, I mean, there's so many other people and of course Barry Odom and you know the the assistant coaches and they're banged up too i mean it's not like it's it's not like they're super deep but if you can win with these good players average players subpar players whatever you want to call them they definitely don't deserve to be called subpar right now by anybody but from an overall depth standpoint arkansas is not where they need to be and Sam Pittman you know he's not going to say the word rebuild but he has said several times that they need to get bigger you know, both in the weight room and through recruiting. And they've done, they made strides in that in the offseason, but they do need to, they, they got to accomplish that for Arkansas to ever get to the next, next level because injuries happen. But I mean, they just, pl they're plugging guys in. And I mean, look at some of the linebackers who played today, guys you, you have not really seen. Look at what Hudson Clark has done. Hudson Clark, Hudson Clark, Hudson Clark. Dude, amazing. Jalen Catalan. Jalen Catalan's the best safety Arkansas has had since Ken Hamlin. I'm convinced that he is. I don't want to jinx the guy, but dude, he will punch you in the mouth. I'm going to get run over here. He can catch the ball. I mean, he's great in pass defense. Joe Fouchot's – I mean, all those guys. Look at the guys in the backfield. Now, I've repeated this. I don't want to repeat myself from the last walk and talk with – you know, Simeon Blair, Hudson Clark, all those guys. People love the walk and talk. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm enjoying myself right now. I feel like I could walk around for an hour and talk about this game. What else? What else did I write down here? I don't want to leave anything out. I normally don't write stuff down, but, man, Grant, 19 tackles and a pick six. Hudson Clark's going to be National Defensive Player of the Week. <laughs> If he's not, he's, he's snubbed. I mean, Grant Morgan deserves some mention too. I mean, 19 tackles and a pick six. I mean, Bumper Poole got it with 20 tackles, National Defensive Player of the Year, of the week, excuse me. Anyway, really remarkable game. It felt like for a little while they were gonna let it slip away. Ole Miss came out roaring. And I have to say this too, Lane Kiffin made some critical mistakes in this game. I get frustrated watching teams not taking their medicine like obviously you always feel like we got to have touchdowns to win this game right but when you don't get it and you're and, and Ole Miss I mean they, they converted like a fourth and eight at one point I, I get that too but when you don't get it you got to take your medicine I mean Kiffin cost them some points very early in this game and late I mean by going for it on fourth down and Arkansas has cost themselves you know uh, at times too Let's get a good last look at the stadium before I shut this thing down. 
Y'all go to hogsports.com for all your post-game stuff. There's got a there's a ton of coverage, kind of ton of breakdowns, injury reports, who came back, who was missing, um, several breakdowns of the game. And it's only one dollar right now for your first month if you want to sign up at Hog Sports. You'd be happy you did, I promise you. You'd be real happy. It's a good time to follow the hogs. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's a good one, right? This has been Trey Pitty with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.